All right, welcome back to The Art of Show. This is episode number 37, and we are hanging out with Nick Patton today. Nick is a awesome picture book illustrator. Uh, he's got a book out called Norby the College Mascot, uh, which was actually part of a rebranding project uh, at his job at St. Norbert College uh, up in Wisconsin. Uh, and not only that, but Nick is also the host of the Picture Booking Podcast. So if you guys are listening to this podcast uh, and you like especially uh, the children's book side of things, then you guys will love his podcast. Uh, there's a really good chance that you already know about it. But I encourage you guys to stop this right now and go subscribe uh, because it's great. He has uh, some amazing guests on, some that have also been on this show uh, and some other ones as well. But, uh, but Nick's great. Uh, he really gets into uh, the heart behind the podcast, why he started it. And uh, we even get into some of the stuff that he's learned uh, by doing all these great interviews um, with amazing artists and writers. Uh, and so it's, it's fun to get someone who's got a uh, just a perspective on the industry that may be a little bit different than the folks that we normally have on. And like we mentioned before, uh, he is a illustrator in his own right. He actually is a senior designer at St. Norbert College, uh, and he has worked on um, some books and projects uh, for the college as well as some of his own personal projects. And so uh, we even get into what it's like um, just to try to find an agent uh, and try to get your book published from someone who's kind of in the middle of that process. So I hope you guys enjoy the interview. And as always, if you guys like what we're doing here, um, I would absolutely love a a review over on iTunes. That would be amazing. Uh, And then also hit me up on Twitter um, at BRCullum and let me know what you think of the show and some ways that we can make it better. Or if you've got some guest suggestions, uh, that would be a lot of fun too. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview with Nick Patton. Welcome to The Art of Show, where we feature the people who are creating amazing stories for kids. Join us as we chat with children's book illustrators and authors, storyboardists, animators, and more. Now, their art might be for kids, but aren't we all just kids at heart? Here's your host, Brandon. All right, well, welcome back to The Art of Show. Hanging out with someone super special today, Mr. Nick Patton, hardcore Packers fan, calling in all the way from Sheboygan, uh, Wisconsin. I apologize about my accent because uh, I have a pretty strong Southern one, I would imagine, especially up there. So, but welcome welcome to the show. Well, do I have an accent? I, it's, people have told me that I have an accent too. So, nah, I don't know. More I, of a, a UP accent. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not not as northern as i would have thought or as wisconsin as i would have thought so. <laughs> good i've kind of i've kind of worked my way out of that that's good because i went to i went to um new york when i was a kid and tried to order a pizza there and they couldn't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> so we can uh, if i start talking about things that you don't understand it's like uh what a bubbler is or uh, frying out, you know, just let me know. Let me know. I can, I can translate. Yeah. That's, I have no clue what those are. So I'll, I'll definitely, <laughs> sure, I'll definitely be sure to ask. Uh, well, sweet. So, um, we'd love to kind of dive into your journey. And for, for those that may not know, uh, you should definitely should know Nick is the host of the picture book booking podcast, uh, which is amazing. And you're in the, all the wonders network. Like, is that, is that the right way to yeah. say it? Yeah, I, I think so. I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the network. I think is the official term, but it's, uh, it's, it's very, it's very loose, especially for me personally, they kind of let me do what I want to do, which is great. You know, they'll, they'll suggest, um, they'll suggest guests, which is awesome. And they'll connect me to some awesome books. Um, but it, they've kind of like let me alone. I'm kind of like that weird uncle that shows up every, every two weeks, um, looking for food or something. That's awesome. So, 
Yeah, they kind of they've uh, they've given me the freedom, and I still get to be associated with them. And it's such an awesome website. And, yeah, yeah. You know, Matthew and Blake are are you know good people, so it's I, I love being associated with them. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So yeah, yeah. we know that that picture books, children's books, are a huge part of your kind of life and your journey. Now, uh, was that something growing up as a kid? Did you like books, or how did that kind of enter your story? Um, no, I liked. I liked art. So picture books always, they were always around and I always will, you know, was looking at the the images and I loved, you know, I was a big, you know, play, play. So like, you know, if you would, you would show me, you know, you'd give me two of anything and I would make them talk. You know, my daughter's the same way. You give her just some space and she's making like anything, little gummy bears talk and all that. So I, but as far as books go, um, there, you know, we read a little bit, um, but I was never, never a strong reader. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think it, it wasn't, uh, it w- wasn't a passion. You know, I, I remember, you know, wild things, um, being a book that I picked up and, and just loved. And then as, and I would, and, you know, a book like, um, uh, John Sheska's, uh, um, you know, his, his stories yeah, just yeah. seemed to resonate with me as a kid. Um, and I remember thinking as a kid, um, these are awesome. Like three little pigs, I think was the one that I, f- I first picked up. And I remember looking at it and think this is awesome, but it's, I'm too old for this. Yeah. And that's just an awful, an awful thing to say. But, um, that was what was going through my head at the time. So, yeah. That's yeah, cool. not, it wasn't like love, like library all the time. I, you know, I, I interview people too, and I love those stories, but I went to the library yeah. every weekend. We read books all the time. Um, they were, they were around, but it wasn't, it wasn't the majority of my, my childhood. It wasn't something that I have fond memories of. Gotcha. But you said art was something that was part of your, your childhood. Yes. What, yeah. what, what were you into? what did you draw? Uh, it was probably, you know, it w- it would be like, you know, my mom would come home with, she worked in the office and she'd come home with reams of paper. Um, so like old printer paper that was all connected. Mm-hmm. So there'd just be these huge reams of paper and I'd be able to, um, and I'd rip them off and I would take like the coloring books or, or picture books or whatever that was around. And I would, you know, take those characters and draw them again and make my own stories. Um, so I was more interested in making, making my own thing. And I kind of still am more interested in making my own thing than, you know, reading somebody else's. That's cool. That's real cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so through high school, where'd you get at? Where'd you go to college? I went to college at uh, St. Norbert college. So that's, it's in, it's in De Pere, Wisconsin, which is green Bay, Wisconsin. Gotcha. Okay. It's, um, yeah. It's basically green Bay. Um, and that's where, yeah. So I went to, went to school. It's a liberal arts school. Okay. So I got like, it wasn't just art that I went there for art and I went there for design. Um, but you know, it's, uh, you get the, the holistic, um, the holistic liberal arts training. What so. was kind of your career path at that point? Like what would you kind of go in college wanting to do? Well, I, um, it was graphic design and when, and I can remember, I can remember asking my mom, you know, I, I loved art. I loved drawing and I was good at it. And, you know, people said I was good at it. And so I, so I, I remember asking her, you know, what, what can you do with, with art? And she said, you can become a graphic designer. And this is, I was probably in middle school. I said, okay, I'm going to become a graphic designer. So, I mean, 
literally from that moment on, that's what I wanted to do. So I went to, in high school, I was looking for schools that had a good graphic design program. And, um, and, and that was my entire focus. So not fine art, not, not drawing, not illustration, none of that, um, stuff I love to do, but I didn't, I didn't, I never saw it as a possibility. So, uh, (laughs) it's kind of unfortunate, but yeah. So I went to college to be a graphic designer and went through as a graphic designer and have a job now as a graphic designer. That's so. cool. And Odessa, you're at St. Nor- Norbit. Is that how you say that? Norbert. 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 Wow. I'm sorry. I missed the an R there. That's yeah. St. Norbert college. It's a, uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a good place. Uh, and I still work there. Um, so I, when I, so my freshman year, I got connected with the athletic department and started working on some of their print materials. And from there, I got an internship in the communication office. And then after I graduated, they hired me full time. Okay, cool. So it's kind of like this, this, this is my home. We're at St. Norbert right now. This is, this is uh, the studio here. Um, This is more my home than any place else. I've spent the majority of my life on this campus. That's awesome. That's really cool. So how did the Norby and the the College of Mascot, how did that come about? Well, um, when when I went to school here, they had a athletic logo, which and they were always the Green Knights. So they had an athletic logo. Um, and then when I went to the communication team, we had a conversation about updating that logo. It was literally a hand-drawn logo from the 80s. Okay. So it had like it had clouds in it, and it was like a, a horse ch- charging knight. And um, it needed, you know, obviously they needed a vector version. Like some kid came up with a vector version. So we. Um, one of the goals that we had is to just update that brand. So I got to, to um, be the lead designer on that. And we updated the school's Green Knight identity brand. And from there, we just sort of built off of it. We, um, a couple of years after that, because um, when you update, I don't know if you know this, but if you're in college, if you're in the college world, updating an athletic brand is uh, is always tricky business. Yeah. It mentions people, a lot of money and people are associated with it. And yep. Yep. People, I remember going to meetings, you know, talking about the old stuff and saying why we needed to update it. And just people were just furious. You know, this is their, this is their mark. This is, you know, it's very, it's, you know, sacred yeah, to yeah, know yeah. a lot of these people. So, um, do you get any death threats? Got through, yeah, not, no one, no, no death threats. Nobody <laughs> tore up their de- their diploma in front of uh, in front of main hall, but stuff like that happens. That's awesome. Yeah, when you when you uh, touch some of these things that people hold sacred, um, but uh, we we got through it. Everybody at the end, everybody liked the product that came out of it, and uh, we had these new marks. And from there, we thought, well, how do we build out the night brand? And so we made a we actually made a mascot. Before that, like maybe somebody had like. Uh, a night costume that they'd run around with, but I got to develop uh, develop a character and develop a mascot, and so that became Norby Knight. And then once Norby, once the mascot was made and out there, we said, "What what next?" And we thought about you know merchandising, so we did a, a Norby doll, um, a plush doll, and that went over really well. And then we said, "What what's next?" And I was able, I was already in into picture books and picture books from the thing. And I was sort of waiting for the right time yeah. uh, to, to pitch it to, to the college. And, um, and after the, after the doll came out, it was successful. I 
I pitched the, the story and uh, it, it got accepted and they, uh, they ran with it and, and we are, we're still sell, selling them, uh, selling a lot of them today. That's so, awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So, you, so yeah. you said that the picture books became part of your story going into to Norby. Um, how did that come about or how did that enter in? Was that in college? Well, that was no, not till after college, okay. but right after college. So, so I was all focused, like narrowly focused on becoming a graphic designer. And then I became a graphic designer and I got a job that I really liked with a company that I really liked working on, on material that I really thought was important. I said, okay, now what, you know, this is, this is what I wanted. Now what? And I needed, I needed another goal. And at that time, uh, my friend had um, her first child. So I went to just randomly to go get a gift, you know, for the kid, um, not knowing anything about babies. I was so I was in Barnes Noble looking at the first time ever looking in the kids section and um, of kids books. And I ran across uh, Mo Willems pigeon books. And, you know, it was basically that was it. I'm done. (laughs) I I was laughing in the middle of the store and. I was, you know, then you remember the Sheska books and, uh, and, and you just, it all just came flooding back to me as like, this is amazing. Amazing. It brings together everything I love. There's, there's art, there's story in, in, in this, in this, this complete package. It just seemed like the ultimate, the ultimate project. And I was just instantly, instantly in love with it. Um, and freaking out about how, how does this, how do you get into this? How do you learn about this? Uh, how do I make my own stories? So I kind of revert it back to when I was a little kid with that ream of paper. You know, I was back to, 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 to making my own stories like almost instantly and trying to find ways to, to share those stories and get them published. Yeah, that's awesome. So what was yeah. it like then? You've got the spark and you've got the opportunity to make a book, but I'm guessing was this kind of the first one that you had gone through? Like, was this even the first time you made like a dummy for a book? What was that that process no. like? Okay. Yeah, I was, so, um, it was probably, oh boy. So I graduated in 2003 and so this uh, probably 2004, I got into picture books and it wasn't until 2013 that we published Norby. So there's that long period where I was writing my own stories and, you know, um, still, you know, struggling with, with, well, learning, Mm -hmm. learning how reading books, um, taking some courses, um, you know, showing my portfolio and all that stuff and which I'm still doing, I'm still doing all that stuff. Um, and, uh, so there was a a long period before I, so by the time I got to pitch that story, I kind of knew what I was doing. I've made a, a couple dummies before nothing that, um, and nothing that I felt was ever finished completely. So Norby was the first, the first story that I, that I got to have the idea and enough discipline to, to finish all the way through. And it, I mean, you do this. I mean, you, you work on personal projects that you finish all the way through, which is great. For me, I just felt like when it, when it got rejected or, you know, all the feedback, I would just go on to the next story. Uh-huh. I never finished anything. So Norby was the, really the first one where from start to finish, um, I did it. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, all right, so that was you said 2000. What, what year was that that it came out? 2013. 2013. And then mm-hmm. you did you start the picture working podcast in 15? Is that right? In in uh, 14. 14. Okay. So how did you how did that how did that come about? 
So like, so when you have a book come out and you have like a support of the college, you have, you get to do lots of these fun events. So I got to the, we have an, uh, St. Norbert college SNC. So we have an SNC day okay. where I got to do this big presentation packed. Uh, I packed it with my friends and then whoever was coming in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm like, you gotta be here. I'm not doing this in front of an empty audience. But, um, you know, and I got to go to schools and I, you know, did a bunch of events. Um, and it was so much fun and feeling like, you know, feeling like you're an author and illustrator and getting, getting out there in front of kids and, and experiencing like all the, ben- all the, all the fun things that, that come with making a book. And then, uh, and then it ends <laughs> and it's over. And I didn't have uh, another book lined up to pitch. Um, I, and, and I was really thinking, well, what am, what am I going to do? I'm, I, I really love doing these presentations. I really loved, you know, promoting this book and to go back to the, the grind of the, the website and the blog. And I was just, it, I needed, I need something that had a little more juice to it. Yeah. And, um, the podcast was the solution to, the fix of getting, getting to talk picture books, getting to talk to creative people, getting to, to promote books, um, that I love. Uh, I really thought that was, that would be a great opportunity to do that. And, and it's turned out that way. Yeah. Yeah. So who is your, who's your first guest that you had on, or maybe the, who is the first interview that you had on? Uh, early Anderson was the first one. Okay. And, um, I think people probably think that like I had a relationship before with her or something, you know, like, you know, you'd, you'd pick somebody who you've, you've met and yeah. you know, from the industry, not, nah, nah, I just randomly emailed uh, a couple people and she's, they all said yes. And she was the first one that we lined up, um, just because, uh, I liked her book and it was this amazing thing where I th- you just like, you just send an email out to somebody randomly and, and pretty soon you're having this amazing conversation with them. Um, I, yeah, that's yeah, cool. Magical. And she was a great first guest cause I didn't know what I was doing and she really was polished and she, wanted, <laughs> she knew how to do an interview so she could, she could smooth out the rough edges. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been, uh, do you have a favorite episode when you think back Rev- on it? or is that like oh. picking a favorite kid? I don't know. You know what the, the deal with, I don't know how you feel about this because how many episodes have you done so far? Oh gosh. I think this is one, right? This was right. 36, I think. So 36. Yeah. So I feel like the first 20 were like really precious mm. and you know, everyone was this huge deal. And then, um, and then I feel like they all blur together. <laughs> some, yeah. 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 I, I feel like they just like, they just keep, keep coming. And I have these amazing conversations and I'm so focused on them. And then as soon as the interview's over, I, all my focus goes to the, the next interview. Um, but those first, the first 20, I feel like are, you know, kind of special, special for me. Um, you know, the Dan, the Dan Santat one, I guess is probably, it was, I think it was episode 20, um, where literally we had a conversation and then two weeks later he, he won the Caldecott and then I, then like a couple of days later, I got to post the interview. That's cool. So, um, yeah, that was, that was the one. And then recently I would say, uh, uh, Ketty, I'm going to screw up her name. Uh, what's her name? Let me just, uh, Chen is her, her last name. She is her interview. Katarina, I'm going to screw that up. Okay. Chen. Um, she, her talk was just so much fun. We talked about dancing and uh, a whole bunch of 
random things that uh, and just her her process into becoming an illustrator in her life is was just so interesting. Uh, that's probably the one that uh, recently that was episode seventy eight. Uh, so yeah. For those that are listening, I imagine a lot of the folks listening also listen to yours. But is there maybe one episode you'd recommend if to start with, or just have them go back to the beginning? Uh, I feel like you could. You don't have to go back to the beginning. I feel like you could probably jump in wherever you want to. I'd scroll through, and if you see somebody who you really, who you really admire, you see some a book that you really like, you know, I'd start there. You can. It's not chronological in any way. There's um, maybe you get a little bit. Sometimes you get a little bit of what's going on in my life, but um, otherwise, yeah, I would just jump in, read the list of names, see who's interesting, and. Uh, yeah, I don't think you need to need to do them in order by any means. That's cool. That's real cool. I think the Dan Santat one was the first one I'd listened to, um, and I was like, "Oh, he just won the call to cut. This is this is really cool." So that was that was <laughs> neat. And then then the one I mean, when you had him on what just a few weeks ago, that one was pretty insane. So that was a that was a good one too. Yeah, I don't know. You know, sometimes it's it's interesting. You're like, you know, I mean, I love his books, and he's one of my favorite guys, and he, he was he was so personal and we get, got into some really deep stuff and really personal stuff. Um, and you just, it, I think what, it, what interviews like that make me think about a lot of things, mm-hmm. like make me think about a lot of like, why are we making art and, and what's important? And, um, is, is this, I mean, it literally makes me think, is this something I want I want for myself is, is am I willing to willing to to give as much as that guy gives? Yeah, um, it is it, that he is an intense an intense guy, and that interview <laughs> messed me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I because I latest one is. I hadn't listened to it, but I saw like all your tweets about it. I'm like, man, what is going on with this? And so, but then I listened. I was like, oh, so that's the story behind uh, after the fall. So, but it was, yeah. that was pretty cool. But. Uh, any of the other episodes are now you're still doing your own illustrations. Is that right? And working on your own, uh, pitches and stuff. Did I say I can, can drafts draw? Is that something you're working on now? Yep. Yep. Okay. That's I'm, I'm working on that now. It doesn't have a, a home. So, but what I'm doing is I'm just going to, I'm just going to go through and, and, and make the story, um, from start to finish. So I'm, um, so that's the one that I'm eventually going to, to pitch out to publishers. And then if, if nothing bites there, then maybe I'll lean on um, guys like you um, and see about the self-publishing stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to see how that goes. You know, uh, I'm, I really like what I'm doing with it. Um, I, I, I've spent a long time with that story and it's just a story that I just, it, I just need to finish. Yeah. You know, now are and you, what's the, your, Oh, sorry, go ahead. We we talk about interviews like uh, the Jake Parker interview where he says, you know, you just got to make stuff and, and finish it. I think, um, you know, I, I think about that and, uh, and I know that that's what, that's what needs to happen here. Yeah, that's cool. So your process, are you, is that one an illustrator? Are those vector graphics or, or do you work in Photoshop or kind of what's your process? All the above. All the above. So okay. I decided that I was going to use everything I have to to make the art. So if I work at my day job as a graphic designer, I work a ton in InDesign, mm. which InDesign would be the program that 
um, the layout artists mm-hmm. would use in any picture book. So, well, so I start, I start in InDesign now, and I'll jump to Illustrator to get colors and shapes right, and then I'll finish in, in, uh, in Photoshop. And I might jump to Photoshop to do some drawing and then bring it back into Illustrator. Um, I'm, I have decided that, yeah, I'm just going to, I, you know, I'm really good in the pen with the pen tool. So, and I really, cause I make, you know, I've, I've, I've made logos for lo- for years and I've decided to, I've kind of, I kind of want my, my images to be more graphic mm. um, and, and to have a little more of that, that finish to it. But then in the, the final version, I throw it into Photoshop and then I'm, or I've been messing with traditional stuff then bringing it into Photoshop to do some coloring. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just, I'm still working it out and what I'm doing. And I don't know if this is good or not, but this is what I'm doing <laughs> is I'll, I'm starting with the cover and I did the cover a different way in, in that story, finished it. And I thought, well, what if I switched it up and the cover was all done traditionally and then with pencil. Um, and, uh, and then the second one I did a little differently and then I'm like, well, what if I just, what if I use a pencil in Photoshop and I tried that for the third spread and the fourth spread, I brought in some different elements. So I'm just keep going down, trying to figure out what this thing should look like. Um, and hopefully by the end of the book, I have like one style or one, uh, way of, of executing it. And then I, then I can go back and finish the rest of them that way. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm, man, I'm in the same boat. I feel like every drawing I do is like some different way. And I'm like, cause I see, I see like a book and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, let me try to make it like that. And then you're like, man, this doesn't quite work for me. But yeah, and I just, I think that instead of like, you know, I could get stuck and say, well, I want to try this thing. So I don't have to go back to that first mm-hmm. drawing and do it. No, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going Yeah, and uh, we'll figure it out at the end. There's, you know, there's what 30, there's 32 pages. There's tons of opportunity to, to switch it up. And, and, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but when I study, you know, when you have an author on and you're studying their work uh, and then you're like, oh, I've got to try it. I'm like, I got to try that out. Yeah. And I got to see how, how to incorporate that into it um, and see if I like it. And I think I, I, at this point in my life, I got to give that a go. I've got to try everything. I got to open it all up and uh, let it all spill out. Yeah, that's cool. So my, so my, my dummies, I think, is going to be like this. It's going to look fi- every spread might look finished, but it's going to have a different, different feel style. Yeah, it's like p- yeah, p- well, why not? pick the version that you want and I'll, I'll finish yeah. the rest. Yeah, that's cool. So your your story ideas uh, do you start kind of with the seed of a story or do you start with a character? Kind of how does that work for you? Yeah, I think I'm probably, uh, it's probably a story idea. Um, and, uh, it usually comes from, it usually comes in the car. I have a long commute to my work. And so, uh, I listen to a ton of podcasts and a ton of books on tape and, um, you know, I'll hear a, a different idea and I'll think, wow, there's, I'd, I love to explore that. I love to learn that. And part of learning would be, you know, like maybe creating a story around, around that idea or, or, or something like that. The other thing I like to do is mash up. You know, I like, I like mashups. So taking an old story and, and making it and putting it in a new setting. Um, my, my Norby book, um, is a mashup between, you know, St. Over college and college life and, and, and obviously a mascot and, um, the story of the stone cutter. I don't know if you know that story, yeah. but it's an, it's an old ancient story 
Um, and so how does this, I mashed up those two ideas of, of how could we do a stonecutter story inside of a college like this? So Norby, you know, he, he wants to, he wants to be uh, a student and he gets to become a student and so on and so forth. Um, so I love doing, making stories like that, that kind of like mashups. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. So, uh, are there illustrators now or authors now, like who are the, the folks that you kind of look to for inspiration or some of your, your favorites just in general? Well, um, I think Peter Brown, uh, probably is, is the guy that, uh, his books and Dan Santac, I mean, those guys, um, every time I pick up a Peter Brown book, it's, um, it's just something special, I think. Um, so I really, uh, and I love, I love Peter's, the way he's illustrating now. I love, uh, Mr. Tiger goes wild Mm. is the way that book looks, um, is amazing to me. I think it's, it's so graphic and it still has, it still has that element of, um, traditional media that is, that, that makes it so tactile and interesting. Um, yeah, his stuff. Uh, and then there's, oh, there's so many. Charles Santos, I had him on um, right as my my son was born. So it's kind of a blur interview. But um, when uh, his work is just amazing too. And he does so many different styles and is able to to illustrate a guy who can, who can you're not picking Charles to, to do a book for a certain, certain style. You're picking Charles because he's a great artist and he's going to come to that story and, and make, make it his own with uh, maybe something completely different than he's ever done before. Um, uh, yeah, his work is, is, is pretty fun. And there's, yeah, geez, there's so many (laughs) Catherine Roy. I mean, uh, you know, obviously, and then there's, you know, the Molly idols and, and, and of the world and yeah. There's so many, so many, it's just a good time. It's a good time to be looking at, looking at art. Cause there's so many great, um, authors and illustrators working right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, so kind of looking at your, I guess, podcast as a whole, um, are there some things about just maybe the kids book industry or that whole world, this things you, you didn't realize before going into it that, that now you're like, Oh, that's, I had no clue that was kind of part of what they do. I would think um, the thing that surprised me the most is when I started the podcast, I, I, I didn't realize how business to business this industry is. I just feel like this is um, the traditional publishing industry, I feel, is, is extraordinarily business to business. And it's, I mean, it makes sense because the, your, your final audience, the kids, aren't going and picking up books from the store there, you know, it's not, there's not a direct line there. So you need this, this medium person, you know, the librarian, um, the teacher to, to really champion books and to get books in kids' hands. Um, and because of that, it's just, it, it can be a really closed off industry where, um, you really need, you know, these librarians, you know, to, to be out there champion your book if you want, if, if you want to have success and it just causes it. So it's, so, you know, things like self-publishing really hamper. I, I mean, you tell me you've done more than I have. Um, but it, it's really hard to break in to like a, a library and to get in front because there's these, 
these tracks yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that books go through um, and processes they go through. Um, and I didn't, I had no idea about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was something big as I was looking into it. I was like, man, like you gotta, you really gotta know people. And then when you start like talking to people, you're like, everybody's like connected and you're like, how do I get in this world and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, the self-publishing for me has just been almost like, if I'm going to spend all this time on a dummy, like, let me at least get it out in front of like parents at least to get like feedback. Cause like, I know I'm not at the place where I, I think I could get any, anybody to pick anything up yet. And so that's been kind of fun just as it's almost almost kind of working and improving just in very public which is which has been cool so oh i love that i love that and i think that's the that's the way to go i mean i i really want to support you know people who are doing that stuff because i think there's so much i think there's so much juice to that and it would be great if if there if there was a, a tipping point where um you know you could you could see a little more of, of that hit the market, but it's just, I don't think it's there yet. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like I said, I just feel like it's, it's a pretty closed off industry. Um, so yeah, but I think for somebody who's growing, I would, I would recommend it. I mean, you need to finish stuff. You need to finish stuff and to finish stuff, something and to, to throw it in a drawer is depressing. Yeah. You need to show it. And there are ways to show your stuff and, and, you know, guys like you are out there doing it. Uh, are you, can I ask you a question? Yeah, totally. So are you, um, are, are you saying right from the beginning, this is going to be self-published or are you saying, um, I'm going to send this out, see if it, if it gets any bites, see if we can work on it with a publisher. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm going to self-publish. Uh, initially it's been, I just kind of went to straight through with the ones I'm doing sure. right now, just cause I still don't feel like I'm the story or the illustration side of things. Like I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm just nervous. Like, I don't feel like I'm at the point to where like I could even pitch like an agent, like, Hey, this is try this out. So, uh, but I think going maybe into to next year, I think there's going to be a couple where like, I'm going to hold this and still work on it and, and start kind of that whole process of that world. But, uh, I don't know. I think doing, doing stuff on the side's fun too. Cause like you get to talk directly, not to the readers, but a lot of times just to the parents. And so like, I'll get like an email from a parent saying, Hey, I just did this. Like maybe you should do this in your next story. I'm like, all right. And then I do it on the next story. So you can work a lot faster, uh, which is, which is fun. But yeah, the, the, uh, cause I definitely want to have like a, an idea that's just for the traditional side of things, uh, sure. and then work on that. But Sure. I love, I mean, Hey, that's, that's great, man. That's, I love that. I love that. I think, uh, I think that's important, but I also think you should, um, you know, yeah, I think you should hold some stuff back and, and try it and you need to, we all need to get out there. And I, I think I've read, I mean, I haven't listened to all of your stuff, but I listened to a couple podcasts that you've done and, and looked at your stuff and, and sometimes I think you use the term, um, uh, how do you say it? You don't, you don't call yourself an author and an illustrator yet. You say you're, you're like working towards it. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. In progress really, or yeah. 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 And I, I just, I don't know that I have that, I have that niche too, where I like in the beginning of my podcast, it says author, you know, here's your host, author, illustrator, or author, illustrator, and host. And I've, you know, I'm like, well, I haven't, I haven't done anything recently. <laughs> Can I really still say that? And yeah. I think it's important for, for a guy like me and a guy like you who are publicly out here just to say that, yeah, we are authors and illustrators. We are doing the work. Um, you know, we don't have to, I think we need to give ourselves permission to, to call ourselves that. Um, even if we don't have the traditional book being published every year, 
Um, I just think, uh, I just, I just think it's important to, to call it what it is. I mean, you are, you're making books for kids. You're doing the job. You're an author and an illustrator, you know? So I don't know. I'll get off my soapbox now. No, that's awesome. I, I appreciate it. That's, I will start doing that. So I'd be like, Hey, Nick told me to do it. So if you got yep. a problem, no. look him up. Yeah, so. Come to me. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> that's ready cool. To fight. Anybody. Uh, well, sweet. Well, as we're kind of wrapping up, um, as far as the podcast is concerned, um, is there anything maybe you're excited for in the future or some guests you have coming on that you make want to make sure people definitely pay attention to? Yeah, sure. Um, well, Aaron Reynolds is going to come. Is He's the next one scheduled uh, to be to be released. So I don't know when this podcast comes out, um, but his will be right around the beginning of uh, – August. Okay. Yeah. This will so, come out, uh, at the time of this recording, this will come out the f- next Friday. So Friday. about a week and a half. So, yeah. So the next, the next picture booking will be with Aaron and, um, you know, he's, you had him on yeah, he's um, fun. recently too. So I got to do, I got to do a little bit of, uh, research by listening to your podcast, listening to your interview with him. So, yeah. um, we had, we had a good time. He's a, he's a good guy. Um, and then, uh, throughout, let's see who else is coming on. Let me see. Um, Steve uh, Steve Weinberg is going to be on. He's uh, he's um, John Sheska's. This is always confusing. I always screw this up. He's he's John Sheska's son-in-law. Oh wow! Do you know John Sheska's son-in-law uh, writes and illustrates picture books? No, it I'd... seems like uh, imagine. Yes, yeah, so he does, and he's he's got some amazing books. Yeah. Um, so he uh, he's going to be on uh, later this fall. Um, Catherine Roy is she was on uh, a couple years ago. We're going to have her back on um, this fall too for How to Be an Elephant, which is an amazing an amazing book. Um, I, I'm so excited to promote that. Her illustrations in there are just oh, they're they're fantastic. As a designer, um, her nonfiction picture book books now. The shark one and this elephant one are just amazing, amazing yeah. feats of design and illustration and putting it all together. And then uh, in this package that is just it's it's so good. So good. That's cool. JC Leindecker. That's what it looks like. I mean, I mean, that's what some of those uh, elephant images looks like. It looks like JC Leindecker. It's, it's so good. So good. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, well, sweet. Well, as we're as we're wrapping up. Um, picture booking, is it just picturebooking.com? Is that where it is? Place? Okay. I would. And, um, if you don't know it, I kind of got rid of picturebooking.com. So what will, what will happen when you go to picturebooking.com, it'll jump you to the, to all the wonders now Okay, cool. and, and the home there. Um, yeah, it was just some, uh, I made a business decision that, yeah, that, uh, I wasn't going to, I was maintaining two websites, the one on all the wonders and the one at, at picture booking. And, um, I'm just, I'm all in at all the wonders. So, awesome. but you can just go to picturebooking.com and that's the, that'll jump you right to it. Cool. And what about your work and the stuff you got going on? Any good place people can follow you? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, um, uh, you just, you can just look me up on, uh, maybe, Twitter is probably the best place. I try to do Instagram and it's fun. Um, uh, and there is uh, nickpatton.com. 
Um, but with the, my websites, with my decision to get rid of picture booking, Nick Patton was part of that. And I'm not exactly sure um, it's going to get blown away pretty soon just because I stopped paying the host. <laughs> so I have to figure out a new home for it and how that's going to look. Gotcha. And since I'm not pushing anything right now um, of my own stuff, just trying to finish this, uh, this dummy book, um, I am, yeah. I I, uh, I don't know where to send you guys. You're going to have to wait. Have to wait. Just, okay. Just pay attention to the podcast. Yeah, there you go. That's a perfect place to go. Well, uh, man, I appreciate your time. It was, it was fun talking with someone who does some of the same stuff I do too, which is which is a blast. So, and you're, you're, I think your podcast is what inspired me just to get going and doing something in illustration and picture book world and all that kind of stuff. So thanks for, thanks for doing that. It's been, it's been awesome. Well, man, before you, before you, we sign off here, I just want to tell you that, you know, just thank you for inviting me onto this. I mean, the work that you're doing here in this, I, you know, I've listened to your interviews and they're really good and they're really important that, you know, we have more voices out here and a guy that's trying some different things. So, I mean, I just encourage you. I mean, I'm thankful that you invited me on and I just encourage you to, to keep going, man. This is some really good stuff. Yeah, I appreciate really it. Stuff. That's cool. Well, good stuff. Well, uh, well, thank you. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, yeah.